Hey there, action fans. We're back with another episode. Welcome to Ethan in Action. I'm your host, Ethan Bow. I'm joined here by Peter. And today we're going to do an instant reaction to Marvel's Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. So let's start off with Simu himself. What are your thought? You were worried that he wasn't as charismatic or he mm. didn't seem charismatic in the teaser. Yeah I, I, yeah, I had some worries going in. They didn't really show much of him in the trailers or whatever. So, But uh, yeah, yeah. Those worries, totally alleviated, totally gone. Watching this movie, I, I, I really liked him in this movie. Mm -hmm. Really loved him in the role. Yeah, it's, he just did a great job overall. Just he was also all well his written physicality too. and then like doing those. Like he was also well written too. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't your generic MCU hero mm -hmm. with the wise cracking. Yeah. The smart ass stuff. Yeah. He's, he's literally the Jackie Chan, I don't want no trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he really. Did everything well, like when all the physical stuff, physicality of it, like he nailed that stuff. But like, they only showed like ten percent of his skills, because mm -hmm. he's capable of so much more. Like he can do five forty kicks, seven twenty backflips. He can do a lot more. Oh, it's coming in the future. No, I don't think they'll have him do that because it's a big budget Marvel movie. So many things are at stake, right? Mm -hmm. That's probably why they won't. That's why a lot of those things are stitched together as opposed to him doing like purely. Okay. For example, that part in the bus where he jumps from the back to the front of the bus. Like, it looked cool, but obviously he didn't do that in one move. Like, the slide and the twirl and the bars up front. You didn't see the behind the scenes of that? Like, it looked really cool, the, the way they actually filmed it. Like, it was one kind of... Yeah, on top of the bus. I'm talking about inside the bus. Oh, the inside bus. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no way he did that. I thought I was thoroughly impressed with him. And yeah. man, that guy can act. <laughs> he can act. Yeah. His natural charisma came through. Like, in real life, he's so charismatic and, like, just enjoyable to be around. Or, like, it seems like he is. I wish I could be around him. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, the the emoting parts, he did nail those. Like, obviously, when, you're, when you have to do those scenes across from Tony Leung, and, like, he can emote the hell out of... Tony Leung. Yeah. The man with the most beautiful Asian yeah, eyes yeah, of all you're time. You're going to look a little, you know, not as experienced or whatever, so those parts stands out a little bit. But everything else, like, I think he, he nailed it pretty well. Remember the controversy about how China felt that he was too ugly? <laughs> yeah. yeah One of those stupid YouTube videos or whatever. Asian boss. Yeah, those guys. I watched this movie twice. First time with you. Second time I took my parents. And uh, when we left, they, they didn't mind. They thought he was handsome. They mm -hmm. said he looked manly. Mm -hmm. But the first thing they said after they left the theater is they're like, so why is Aquafina in the movie? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, she's, she's funny. funny she's funny. She's well-known. And they're like, but she's so ugly. <laughs> uh, yeah. First thing they notice, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm just surprised that um, China didn't say anything about Aquafina. Don't get me wrong. She's very talented. But, you know, she's not, you know. Yeah, yeah personality uh, doesn't matter <laughs> in the Asian community, apparently. But I'm saying I'm surprised they didn't say anything about that. They they focus all their negativity towards Simu. Mm. They're like, he's ugly. Maybe because she's, like, she's established already, maybe, at that Is point. Is she? In, in well, China? She, she had some roles already. <laughs> some... And then another thing. Okay, okay, China, China, China. Chinese audiences relax because I watched the recent Chinese movie starring Daniel Wu as the bad guy. And the lead guy was, it's basically Heat. And the lead guy was this guy from China and he was not handsome. <laughs> like, I, he's not handsome at all. Let me pull up a picture. It's called Caught in Time. Give me a oh second. Boy. 
This was a recent movie? Yeah. I think I might have seen this trailer. I think you sent me this trailer. No, I didn't. No? Yeah, no, that's the lead. Looks like my uncle or something. <laughs> see, China's okay with him as a lead. but related to this guy. Then they see Simu, they're like, ooh, he's ugly, ooh. It's like, relax, relax. Well, isn't he the villain, though? So they don't care about the villain. No, right? he's the main character. He's a good guy. Really? Yeah. Okay. I just said the villain's Daniel Wu. Oh. Yeah, it's like China. Relax, relax. Your heroes aren't handsome. Just relax. <laughs> so from there, let's move on to the story. We're gonna get a little bit spoilery, just a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast don't really care. But <laughs> spoiler warning! Spoiler! Spoiler! Spoiler warning! Wait, so we can't go full spoiler territory? Yeah, we can. All we'll right. probably do a redo of this episode at some point. Okay. So. A little spoily warning about the story. If you didn't watch the movie, shut it off now. Or if you don't care like Ryan, just listen. <laughs> First half of the movie. Amazing. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I wish that was the whole movie. Yep. That was like top three Marvel for me. Like that mm-hmm. first half. I was like, oh my God, I am so in. Even stuff outside of the action. Like mm-hmm. him in that garage. <laughs> doing no, just like in the morning. The, like building up the, the world and his... His relationship yeah. with Katie. Everything like the that. grandma. I loved it. That was so cool. The San Francisco. I wish they stayed in San Francisco for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Like that whole sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we go to the scaffolding fight, which is still pretty amazing. And the fight with um, what's Death Dealer, who's played by YouTuber Andy Lee. Andy Lee. Yep. I love that guy. Yep. You didn't know who that was. I know. Andy Lee. Watch his uh, YouTube stuff now. Yeah, I've probably, I've probably told you. So, <laughs> yeah, Andy Lee. I remember I didn't even know who played Death Dealer until the premiere and until Andy Lee showed up there with his dyed hair. I was like, whoa, he's in this movie? Damn. <laughs> if you don't know, he's like a YouTuber, does a lot of like martial arts uh, short vids and yep. Uh, clips with his friends yeah. amazing guy in a way like a self-taught guy really he did a little kung fu when he was younger but then everything else after that like he just taught himself yeah that's usually how it goes yeah <laughs> amazing stuff usually how it goes um then we get to the second half where it turns into like a full-blown Hayao Miyazaki fantasy Dragon Ball Z movie <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a crowd for it um I didn't hate it like did you hate it <laughs> i I didn't hate it. I a lot of stuff like we talked about after about how the the Chinese folklore and how they were trying to bring those kind of details into it. Like I, I, I really respect how they were trying to do that and build that world mm-hmm. kind of. So I, I I like that part of it. Um, and I do like like all those like creatures and everything that they they cre- like um uh, displayed and and then like put on the forefront and everything. So I like that part. Um. But yeah, we'll we'll I guess we'll touch on the the finale finale. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, I actually found it a bit more jarring the second time. <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> only because the, I I love the first part a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, gen- overall, I felt it was still well done. Um, but it like I don't know anybody who likes that third part. <laughs> Listen to different podcasts, except for Chris Stuckman because he's a Dragon Ball Z nut hugger. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually did see it twice as well. The, uh, so the second time I saw it with my wife, um, when that scaffolding scene, like the uh, the whole part in the the underground fight club ended, I, I actually felt in my body like 
Oh, that's as good as the action's gonna get. Did, like, I, did I felt, she like the third part? Did your wife like the third part? No, she she didn't care for it. She doesn't like fantasy stuff, so yeah. she didn't, she loved the first part of the movie. But yeah, because the... she's from Vietnam, she's like Asia, Asia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my parents obviously immigrants. They didn't really care for the third part yeah, either. Yeah, I looked over. I, I could tell they were kind of tuned out. <laughs> the part where he's like fighting the dragon, they were kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. "What's going on here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How did we get here?" <laughs> There's a little bit of that, but I respect it. I, I'm glad they went for it. A part of me feels like they probably should have saved that for part two. Yeah. Because I felt the, the whole antagonistic relationship between the father and son, like that should have been the, the at the forefront. That should have been the main focus of the whole movie because they built it up so well throughout the whole movie. Wen Wu was just an amazing character and he deserved a better finale than than, than what happened. I was okay with the finale. I was okay if this was a sequel mm-hmm. and that's what happened mm-hmm. ultimately. Like he sa- sacrifices himself for his son. Um, if I wrote the story, <laughs> me, uh, who's not a very good filmmaker, obviously, <laughs> not as good as these guys. Uh, if I wrote the story, I would have had the finale be with him uh, like a second round with Death Dealer. Yes. I wanted that one. Because mm. I, I love the Death Dealer fight from the first uh, building part of yeah. it. That was probably one of my favorite sequences overall in the whole movie. Because so. if you think about it, their whole arc between him and Death Dealer is in a span of like 20 minutes. Yeah. It's got a flashback when he gets beaten, then all of a sudden he faces yeah, And it makes so much sense, like narrative-wise. to the, to the If that was the end. Yeah. 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 But, you know, Marvel, they got to make it big. Big, spectacular stuff. <laughs> but, you know, that's us. There, there's obviously a market for it. I, oh, yeah. Chinese audiences love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> All the money that it made. So, yeah. Who are we to say? Really? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I could see kids liking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, kids under 15. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're old men. <laughs> we're kind of like, <laughs> we want the first. But give us the first time. There's more Jackie Chan-like stuff. <laughs> Jackie. We want Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But generally, yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, but, like, you know how I said uh, I was hoping they saved that for the sequel? Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of feel like what's going to happen because of everybody, what everybody's thoughts are, they're going to cut back on that in the sequel, and it's going to be more grounded, a la Captain America's Civil War. Not Civil War, uh, the Winter Soldier Winter versus Sword. the first one. Which, if they did, I would be totally down for that. I think that's the direction. My worry is the other direction, because... Um, well, now we're getting to the spoiler terror. Can I can I say it? Yeah, whatever. All right. Well, like once now, Shang Chi, uh, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, has the rings. I feel now, I'm worried about the fight scenes not being grounded anymore. I feel I'm worried about him using the rings, and it's gonna be all CGI and and not that intricate choreography that you're getting. And yeah, that that that's my biggest worry about going forward with Shang Chi. They could still figure it. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's going to lose his powers at some yeah, point. Yeah, every the, superhero goes yeah, through this arc. Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> Captain uh, Iron Man three. Yep. <laughs> Logan, Spider Man, Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going to have his rings taken away from him. Yeah. But he wasn't wearing it at the end. He just had it in his bag. Did he? Yeah. Or they they didn't show his wrist, so I couldn't really tell. Yeah. But might have been under. It was covered. He's not like Tony Leung rolling up the sleeves, mm. <laughs> showing them off. But they Which, had they had to power him up though so he can be next to those guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's no way they're gonna let like a regular martial artist guy be part of the avengers so, unless you're a hawkeye and <laughs> black widow yeah an afterthought no no thanks <laughs> no he's gotta be at the forefront <laughs> mm, yeah hopefully we'll see i hope 
I pray yeah. that they go the more grounded route for the sequel. Yeah. Um, but it it just seems like everybody's just kind of tuned out in the third act. <laughs> I felt that too. Like I, I that was my worry on the second watch because I, I um the theater my theater was pretty crowded when I watched it. and I was like worried about oh these people are gonna feel this is like so weird and stupid. Or whatever. I don't know why I thought that. Like I I shouldn't I should have you know been more confident in Marvel and, and what they were going for. But my I parents did worry. like Morris though. Really? They like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard them like laughing and being like, "Aw." <laughs> ben Kingsley. How how do you feel about his whole arc and everything that happened with him in the story? Like, do you enjoy it? Did you Yeah, I it? did. Yep. They did a they basically it's basically Marvel saying, "Yeah, we fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them getting very meta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, "We're sorry." Oh, but he had, he had the biggest laughs for me in the in the, throughout yeah. the whole. He kind of in a way like he for me he saved the third act a little bit as well just yeah i love everything about his involvement my thoughts on the art like i was always conflicted on the whole mandarin thing like <laughs> i really liked the take of mandarin and iron man 3 before it was fake <laughs> the osama bin laden thing i was like oh that's pretty cool mm-hmm. but then you know the whole thing the yeah, i know you kept doing the voice over and over again <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what do you mean <laughs> i thought it was cool i thought it was dope um, but they did the right move here, Marvel, because, you know, they could have a new take and then they'd be like, well, nope, go back. And uh, no, this is the real one. They did the right move. Mm-hmm. And, um, part of me is kind of sad because I would have loved to see Robert Downey Jr. face off against Tony Leung. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe it could still happen. You know, multiverse now. Yeah, maybe. You know? I don't maybe. know. Like, I, I hope Tony Leung's like cool with coming back. He'll come back. Yeah. If they yeah, yeah. pay him enough money. Yeah. Hopefully. That would have been sick. God. Imagine that. Like like Iron Man with his armor tech versus uh, the rings. So cool. God, what if we never get that? I'd be so sad. Mm. What if? Maybe in yeah. what if that I don't really watch? Yeah. Plus just the, the acting tops on the screen. Oh, oh my goodness. God. <laughs> Man, Tony Lung nailed it. Oh, Just nailed it. Loved him so much in this movie. I was at first when I when he was cast, I was like, "What about Donnie Yen?" <laughs> but then you watch the movie, you're like, "Oh, no, he's perfect." <laughs> well, the thing, then you watch the movie, now you're like, "Oh, they're going for the romantic, tragic villain yeah. arc, which Donnie cannot do." <laughs> nope, <laughs> he cannot do that. Yeah, he tried that in Swordsman, not Swordsman, uh, Seven Swords. Mm. Eh. <laughs> it was okay. One of my favorite scenes of his was actually the um, after um, his wife dies. And he goes with uh, young Shang-Chi to get revenge. Yeah. Walking into that bar. I don't know. I, just, I got that like flashbacks to like Hong Kong, like old school Hong Kong gangster movies. Yeah. Uh, and that 100%. suit, like, man, he wore the fuck out of that suit. Yeah. That scene felt like it was in 91 or oh, 89. It was perfect. But like, it was like 2005. <laughs> perfect vibe. Perfect vibe. And then just the actual scene itself, the way it was filmed and yeah. shot. Everything just like. It had such a huge impact. That's about one of my favorite scenes overall in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I wish... I wonder if they would ever make it set his movie in Hong Kong. That'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. Probably be very difficult because Hong Kong's notoriously difficult to film in for Hollywood movies. Yeah. <laughs> Notorious. Was, was Shang-Chi ever based out of Hong Kong or like any kind of stories? I never really read it. Yeah, I never really... I don't really know too much. Why not? It. I mean, freaking... <laughs> what's his face? Hawkeye was in Tokyo in the beginning of <laughs> Infinity War. <laughs> Why not? Or Endgame, I mean. <laughs> Anything can happen. 
Another thing I want to touch on about Simu, I loved. Uh, first off, I've, I've been watching the shit out of his interviews, like mm-hmm. nonstop. Mm-hmm. I just love listening to this dude. It's one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> He's so close to us. <laughs> He's just a lot taller and from Mississauga. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, you know, just like us. Um, one of the things I really liked what he said was uh, during the interview, he's like, yeah, it's great being the first Asian superhero, but I hope it's not the last. I, I hope there's like a second and a third and a fourth and a fifth. Oh, yeah. You know, more like um, Asian headliners in these Marvel DCEU movies. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't just throw one token. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, um, I mean, their goal is, well, not their, I, Wong Fu, those Wong Fu guys, mm-hmm. that the, the YouTuber guys. Their goal was always to integrate Asians into the consciousness of American yeah, uh, film. Just, it's not like you have to point it out. Oh, yeah. They, they want to make it to the point where how the black community is in, in America, where it doesn't really matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Like Asian guy or an Asian guy can replace a white character. Mm-hmm. Like I've been, I'm saying this for years. I want Ross Butler to be Cyclops in X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. He looks just like height. him. Yeah. <laughs> He's perfect build for it. <laughs> Perfect build. Perfect build. Yep. All right, let's move on to the action, which is what Here we people go. listen to this yeah. podcast for. So the opening, how, how did you feel about the opening? The uh, wuxia. Like wuxia? Yeah. Wuxia. I'm not really a wuxia guy. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. It was more of a... <laughs> it's more storytelling than it, it, an actual fight itself. It, it, right? it was like sexting without cell phones, <laughs> but with kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> What's it, should we come up with a term that it's like kung fu? I don't know kung fu. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> kung fu? They were basically, I uh, you know, it was a me cute. <laughs> it was a me cute. Fight cute. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very sexy. Let's yeah. Put it yeah, yeah, yeah. Those eyes, and Tony Lynn. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I like how they established. Like I mentioned this on the when we did the reaction to the, the trailer. I liked how the styles they gave them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Lynn being the rings, the Hungar style. He was mm-hmm. doing Tiger, mm-hmm. bit of Crane, bit of Iron Wire in there. Whereas, Fallout Chen. Fallout Chen. Yep. She was doing more bakwa, tai chi style. Tai chi, right? Yeah. Just like bakwa. Bakwa and Flowing movement, yeah. It's mostly bakwa, I'd say. But uh, a little bit that part where they do this with the crane and palm forward. Mm -hmm. That's totally tai chi. Mm. Yeah, very... um, I felt like a lot of influence from like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I know there's like other Chinese movies, Wuxia movies, there yeah. and everything that I'm sure they may have pulled from. But yeah, that's just, yeah. yeah. People just know that one. <laughs> yeah, the people know that one. But like just the the storytelling aspects of the movie, where, where it's just they're building like this connection between two people. They're flirting while, while they're fighting. fighting. Yeah. It was basically a dance, really, staring at each other. At some point, they were like just tangoing. <laughs> yeah, would Simo does the same thing with Michelle Yeoh later on in the movie? Mm-hmm. That was all him because he's more of a dancer, right? Um, he did really well, well in that. There are there are parts where Simo was oddly doubled where I feel like he probably shouldn't have. But it's probably, maybe it's just a speed thing or just a bit of a coordination thing. Because mm-hmm. um, Simo's a very skilled guy himself. He can probably do all the, everything uh, without doubles. So does he have actual any yeah. martial arts training? Like yeah, I, yeah. I read something about like Taekwondo. He's but a stunt like, guy. Stunt, yeah. yeah, he 
after getting fired from his accountant job, <laughs> his goal was to become a stuntman. So he fired. joined. He, I thought he just left it on his own. No, he got fired. He talks about it quite a bit. <laughs> okay. He went to Western uh, he, Western University. Woo, London. London. <laughs> we love London, Ontario. <laughs> yeah, he joined a stunt team based out in Toronto. I know a few guys are part of that team as well. And I don't think he got many gigs because he took off more on the acting side. Mm-hmm. Because he said to himself, he's like, my goal in Hollywood was to be a stunt guy, to be punched by white guys. <laughs> Originally. <laughs> I just love how all these like stock photos of him because he like did a stock photo shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I love how these are all just popping up and they're becoming memes now. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, because um, so many YouTubers are saying this movie's going to flop. Yeah, the, crit- the Critical drinker. <laughs> That's one. I do enjoy his videos, but he's just so overly negative. <laughs> Shout out to the critical drinker. That no, piece, don't. That, that piece of shit. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I'm never going to listen to this. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> ah. uh, keyboard. Ah, yeah. He's rich. <laughs> yeah, he's loaded. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> Next action sequence. San Francisco, where it shit gets real good. Oh, man. Ha! Oh, this, um, so I... The... First off, the... I just found this out today. The uh, the guy that was filming the scene, he was in Spider Man as well. Did you know that? Oh yeah, the, yeah that guy. Yeah that guy. Yeah, so he yeah, was in Spider Man as the, yeah, yeah. the hot dog guy. Yeah. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that till today. <laughs> he's Spider Man. Do a backflip. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, couldn't remember. Wow, that's funny. Far from home. Don't you like Far from Home? Don't you remember? Well, I haven't watched it for a while, so it's a good movie. Flor- what's his name? Florence Manitou. Monotel, whatever. Montu, yeah. the yeah. Ukrainian guy? Romanian. Apparently. Romanian? Yep. Yeah, not a good actor. But. <laughs> Big, though. <laughs> My God, he's got a presence to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually, his acting was very similar to Creed 2. Wasn't he bad. He was a little bit better in Creed 2. <laughs> yeah, he was better in Creed 2. He, he mowed a little bit more. But then that. he had to maybe deliver a couple more lines in this. <laughs> And yeah. like all his line deliveries are, yeah, <laughs> not not the greatest. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's so big. <laughs> I really like the little character beats in this scene. Mm-hmm. My specifically when that part where it was like he, right before Shang does his final blitz, and there's that shot where all the guys are standing in his way, and he looks mm-hmm. at behind, and it's all the innocent people, mm-hmm. like oh. He, he wants to save people. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm doing an accent. He wants to save people. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I love that part where like it's that kind of shot outside of the bus, and he like he's like yeah, going through blitz. to try to yeah, yeah the, the little blitz, blitz right yeah because yeah. that uh, in a way it kind of remind me a little bit of old boy the the Korean old boy yeah just that the, the way it's shot and the, like that side scrolling view that was really awesome and just the the music cue at the beginning I I have the song on repeat the run it song. <laughs> I love this little that the music needle drop or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. It, it fit the scene perfectly. It did fit it, but I personally like the music of the trailer better mm-hmm. by Jack Jackson Wang. Okay, I wish they used more of his stuff. Unfortunately, but uh, I like how you brought up the blitz because remember uh, in the reaction video when I said that where he does that the tiger claw and the fist, he was switching a hungar there like his father style, mm. and the reason why he did that. My, like the way I'm analyzing as a like a kung fu guy, because pre previous to that his style was like Jackie from Rumble in the Bronx mixed with some Jet Li in there. 
he was like going back and forth between the two. Yeah. Like very light on his feet, movement, moving around, moving around. But for the final blintz, he went into a lower stance and he went to hungar. And that's a very powerful style. And that's, it's very similar to boxing where instead of like shifting around your feet, you got to like settle in your feet, like plant your stances. So I love that like little character touch where he goes, he's like, oh shit, he's going to fuck him up. And he did. He punched the guy out a window. Yeah. And then he grabbed a bar and he did some like more Hungar, Hungar bow staff play in there. Yeah. I love the little, almost like Jackie touches of him like, um. Like they paused in the fight and like he's like reacting like like when um he hits that one guy against the pole, sits down beside the girl, he's like, Oh, sorry. Or like yeah. hey, you know, it's it's there's a little like influence that you can tell like Brad Allen was trying to like, you know, put in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, like I said, they were switching back from Jackie and Jet. Mm-hmm. It was like sequence Jackie, then sequence Jet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause right after he did that high wave thing, he did he switched to Jet mode and did the double splits kick. Oh thing. man. I know we've seen it so many times in the trailer, but it, it's still so Really cool to see. It is cool. Yeah. It is cool. Yeah. I also like the the beats of the bus because the bus becomes like a character in itself, mm-hmm. and all the shots outside of the bus. Yeah. That brought me back to like speed for some reason, like, just the runaway bus kind of thing. Yeah. A lot of like amazing art, action, inspiration homages throughout this yeah. whole scene. Then on to the scaffolding fight. Yep. Which Simu said was his favorite because that plays to his strength. Because he, he's a parkour guy, he was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole sequence where he's, like, catching Katie while she's falling. Yeah. her Him running to that. Oh, my God. That that was exhilarating. I like the wonders that they do in both scenes. Mm-hmm. Like they, both, yeah, both, both very scenes. Because even, yeah. even the bus scene where he rushes to the front to yeah, and then drive gets the bus. Yeah, in the driver's seat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then this one where he's like, I'm coming! Dun, 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 dun. We haven't even uh, talked about his sister yet, Monger. What is there to talk about? I thought she was cool. Like what? No, she's like her, the character. Such as? The way she, her actions and everything. That's it? That's uh, all you care about? No, like I actually enjoyed her actual performance as well. Like um, I can't really pronounce her name. Such so. as? In uh, what Just part? the way she kind of played it off. Like, she's just like so nonchalant and then like her... Reactions. She's, like, she's she's always got this like standoffish look to her. He's like, uh, I'm better than this. Kind of I thing. liked her. I liked the way she was written, though. Yeah. Her storyline about how she wasn't allowed to practice martial arts mm-hmm. and learn by herself. Yeah. Classic Asian trope, by the way. Asian movie trope. And then what else? Oh yeah, the death dealer fight. Death dealer. My favorite <sighs> part. Kind of like Skyfall, but also <laughs> awesome. Just better. <laughs> Just way better. Yeah. Choreography was amazing in this. Like the whole, like catching daggers and like SPL kind of like <laughs> a little bit in its way. Yeah, yeah. This scene would probably be. Do I want to say the best hand to hand in MCU? I would say yes because of the way it was shot and edited as well. Like everything was so clear. Yeah, I would say it's better than. Uh, you gotta have to go Winter back Soldier. to like Winter Soldier. It's better really. than Winter Soldier. Yeah. Because that scene does not hold up the more like, you look at it. What else is there comparable to this? Because Winter Soldier does not hold up the more you look at it. Yeah, <laughs> You're it's, like, yeah. It's got that like, frenetic. <laughs> it's actually pretty bad. <laughs> the way it's shot and edited. It, yeah. It's actually not great. <laughs> Choreography is great. But yeah, I would say, yeah, hand-to-hand-wise, this is probably the best one for mm-hmm. the MCU. Mm-hmm. Unless you uh, count um, Fallout Chen 
bending Tony Lung over. <laughs> and he stares at her with his loving eyes <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. I fell in love with her, too. Then, then that and music, him. Then that music. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> they Asian up a little bit. <laughs> How did you feel about the magic forest? Like the whole maze part in the yeah. closing. Yeah. Does it really make sense? But yeah. yeah it's <laughs> it's cool. pretty terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense how. I wouldn't man- want to be there. <laughs> how the Mandarin and his whole convoy can go through there. Yeah. How did he get through it so easily? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it opens up at dawn apparently and it doesn't do that thing. <laughs> yeah. And technically he got there by himself at the beginning of the movie. Well, everyone else died in his car. Yeah. <laughs> he but just jumped out. But after he got there by himself. Mm-hmm. So, technically, you just walk through the maze. Just don't drive. Yeah, just don't drive. <laughs> let it close. Just don't drive. Walk through, let it start closing, and then uh, just finish. Then mm. <laughs> we move on to Ty Lo. Ty Lo. Ty Lo. Ty Lo. Is it Ty Lo? Ty Lo. Ty Lo. There's some, like, sprinkles of, like, montages and training stuff before all this stuff. Yeah, which... it's been, been rushed. <laughs> the teenager... Of Shang Chi was pretty badass. Like, yeah. if he's doing his own stunts and everything like that, well done. That that kid really kicked ass. Well, dude. he's definitely a stunt guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming he's like a 20 year old stunt guy. Um, and then yeah, of course you got that scene where you learn where you learn something new. Michelle Liu teaches him how to um Tai Chi and Bakwa. Legend. But does she <laughs> really? <laughs> she beats him, but she doesn't really teach him anything well here's the thing they made a smart move um with this movie it's not a martial arts movie they they really rush or glaze over that really quick because mm-hmm. they they realize they're like we're not gonna exceed we're not gonna excel at this part of this movie making let's focus on the story mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i respect that i mm-hmm. get it mm-hmm. i get it i get it so then uh, this is like a cliche in kung, old kung fu movies and martial arts movies the whole um the villain has this really hard style, this rough neck style, and the the main character is gonna learn the soft, <laughs> gentle style, yep. the Tai Chi way Flow. to 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 flow um, with the nature. Redirect his anger elsewhere to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's the staple of martial martial arts movies. And oddly enough, it's there's a little bit of that in real life too. Yeah, example UFC one. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. Yeah. yeah they call brazilian jiu-jitsu the gentle art yeah <laughs> right because yeah. look look at all the guys he beat it was like a sumo wrestler karate guy a wrestler <laughs> and he used the gentle art <laughs> that's really the only example yeah. <laughs> but pretty cool i mean you can't beat someone up in tai chi in real life i'll tell you that much right now tons of videos you guys can look up <laughs> real ones <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We can look it up. Maybe I'll put a link in the description. Do it. <laughs> and of course, we go to the Dragon Ball Z finale. <laughs> well, before that, though, like, how did you actually feel about the little showdown between Shang-Chi and uh, Wenbu? I didn't like how... <coughs> excuse me. I didn't like how fake it looked. Mm-hmm. But honestly, that kind of... I glazed over that because I, I really enjoyed their characters mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. that I didn't really care. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, they, the the way they use the rings reminded me a lot of Kung Fu Hustle yeah. with the magic weapons. <laughs> yeah. And I really, oh man, how he just had the rings and he just dropped them. That, that was, that, to me, I was like, ah, oh, he's so cool. Mm-hmm. 
He knows the way. Yeah. And how, like, when we were, like, gives him the rings, even though, he, like, technically he already has the rings, but, like, sacrificially, like, you know, symbolically, he gives him the rings right before he dies and everything. Yeah, that hit me in the feels a little bit. <laughs> I gotta say, the demon dweller in the darkness screaming, like, using Dragon his wife's voice. Thing. Yeah. That's fucking creepy, man. Save me! Save me! And they like, bro, save me! <laughs> that was really creepy. But that's another Asian trope, too. Like, demons using, like, um, your loved one's voice to lure you in. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I found this movie pretty dark in certain parts. Really? I uh, I didn't feel that way. No, no, I didn't. His mother's death? I found that pretty dark. It didn't show anything, though. But though. he watched her die, though. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty messed up, man. <laughs> She looked all right. She's still like very clean. I, think. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's pretty messed up. I I was surprised that that was the storyline that they went with. Sure though, but yeah, getting like beat down by like twenty guys. Yeah, and then you know us being adults and knowing what happens in real life. You know, in a real life scenario, there's more things those guys would do to her. You know, yeah. it's pretty freaking dark, man. <laughs> it's a dark thing. It's it's a dark concept. Obviously, Disney movie, and then the the confrontation at the end, how he how he's like the the father is like how when we was like if it weren't for you, she'd still be alive. You just watched her get killed. Oh, you're like oh. Also, like just this little tiny detail, like a Tony Leung masterclass of acting. Like right before he says that line, and uh, Shang Chi's like on the ground, he's looking over him. He has like this little tremble in his like lips when he's trying to deliver the line. It's just that little detail. I was like, oh my god, he's. There's so much pain in him. Yeah, he's like just beautiful stuff. He's like Dr. Manhattan yeah. in Watchmen. He yeah. does these little like eye twitches. Yeah. 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 He just if you guys watch it again, just look at his lips when he does it. He's just, there's this tremble. Mm. And you just feel like so much pain through what he's saying. Or even when his wife or the demon calls to him and he's reading his book. Yeah. He looks over, he he like trembles his eye like a tear comes out. Yeah. And Florence Mintu comes out <laughs> and ruins the whole scene. Are you okay? Are you ready to? Li- I don't know what he says. Are we ready? The men are ready. <laughs> I am Romanian. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so why? How would you rate this movie out of ten? <sighs> Man, I love that first part so much. That was like top three, maybe top two MCU. Yeah. And then the back half kind of you know dropped it a little bit so I'll, I'll put it in the still top 10 um as far as just origin stories it's definitely like maybe top three for origin stories yeah i yeah. was generally surprised by how different it was because doctor strange and ant-man granted they're very different movies they hit a lot of the same beats. Yeah, there, there's a formula <laughs> you could feel that they were following. Yeah, because yeah. when I watched, when I was watching, I don't know which one came first, but I was like, "Did I just saw this?" Yeah. <laughs> the training montage, Captain Marvel, especially when yeah. that was like the biggest. Captain Marvel culprit. was pretty uh, brutal, <laughs> yeah. pretty brutal. Yeah. But this one was very different. So, kudos to them for making it different. Um, I just wish they made. God damn! It, I wish they made the whole movie like the first half. Uh, yeah. Oddly enough, the first half uh, reminded me of the Defenders, just way better. <laughs> Defenders with a budget? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like Defenders, but with like an MCU budget. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. With an Asian lead. I wanted, no, I wanted some of that. White, fight, white Iron Fist. <laughs> There's a little bit of uh, crossover in storylines, too, how they need an Iron Fist to punch the wall into that dimension thing. 
Whereas in this one, you need one move with the rings to like punch a wall. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, is Iron Fist going to come out of the wall now? <laughs> what did you think about the whole uh, Wong abomination scene? Like, it seems like a whole like setup for something that's going to be further down the line. Um, I think Wong's going to get his own show. <laughs> Kind of hope it. It seems like it. Wong's pretty awesome now. <laughs> it's, it, it's like Wong, Wong's like James Bond at this point. <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah. Oh man. God, he's awesome. <laughs> Wong on his I would, own. I'd love to karaoke with him. <laughs> All right. Out of the MCU, would you say Shang Chi was would be the guy you would want to hang out with the most? Like just on a, like go out for drinks, like just hang out, have some fun. Like who else would be like? Fun like Shang Chi, Star Lord. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, Star Lord is pretty cool. Even Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> I don't know. He's he's a little too uh, abrasive. He gets a little too uh, Drax worked up. <coughs> Drax gets worked up. <laughs> I wouldn't want to hang out with Drax. He'd be downer, man. Talking about his dead wife the whole time. No, that's the best part. <laughs> hey, tell that story about your dead wife again. I fucking love that story. It's gotta be Shang Chi and then Wong, because like Wong will like get drunk with you. Sing karaoke and then he'll portal. He'll open a portal and we can go anywhere at any time. <coughs> oh yeah, he'd be like, "You, you want to go to Mars? <laughs> let's fucking do this." Yeah, we can't breathe, but yeah, let's go. So do you do you view Shang Chi as the top tier Marvel hero now? I say he can get there. He can get there. Obviously, I don't think he, you could put him on levels like uh, Doctor Strange, Spider Man. Spider-Man's not a leader. No, Spider-Man's not exactly, a leader. Exactly, but he's top tier. But it's because it's Spider-Man. He's got so much history. Well, and Shang-Chi can do it too? Yeah, eventually. Yeah, I think he, he has a lot more work to do because no one knows Shang-Chi. Really. But it, it also seems like they're revolving the next phase around his rings. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Well, it yeah. seems like it. Yeah. Right? They're so powerful. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they're like powerful at anything in the universe or our or whatever. And yeah, like, No one knows what it is. They're saying it's calling to something. What could it be? Kang? Probably Kang. It's got to be Kang. Who else would it be? Kang or Fing Fam Foom. Yeah. When do you think Shang-Chi will will appear next? Doctor Strange. Probably. Or if for some reason he doesn't appear in that, like he, um, Ant-Man takes place in San Francisco as well, right? So, and that, uh, what was the title for that one? That was like the Quantum. Quantum. Something quantum something something, but I could see him appearing for that. But I hope he comes back earlier. I think he's gonna be a Doctor Strange or maybe in Spider Man. So quite here's another question: Does he go back to parking cars? <laughs> him and Katie? No, he's got. He's part of Avengers. Where now he's gonna get paid? <laughs> yeah, but Sam never got paid. That was no. I know that's my joke. Like, <laughs> I don't. How do these people make money? How does Doctor Strange make money? He just takes care of. Uh, works for the sanctum. interdimensional, but like, do they make money or? He works for the sanctum. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's government funded. <laughs> really? Does the government really know about them? Though? The, the inner sanctum? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you know he just make a portal and reach into a bank and grab some money or whatever. So. How does he Peter really Parker make? Well, he doesn't make money. Well, Spider-Man. he's a teenager. He doesn't have to worry about money yet. Spider Man. Who else? <laughs> Falcon. He uh, he's kind of poor. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting that he's Captain America. <laughs> <I> just... 
I just forget that I like the show, but I for some reason I keep forgetting because they're coming back, right? Uh, Falcon and yeah, as a movie. Yeah, yeah. I think Simu actually let it slip that he's going to team up with Falcon. That, it makes Ooh, sense. They would feel yeah. that would be pretty damn cool. That's more Shirley. Wow. Falcon's based out of New York. Is he like Missouri? But where was the main battle at the like end? the battle was New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he's based out of Missouri. Remember? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like Forrest Gump fishing boat and everything. I can see that. Um, I can see a, a part eventually. There's gonna be a part where Shang's gotta like train these guys. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're it's part of the comics. They're gonna put that. Yeah, in. he trains yeah. like Spider Man. That's a big thing. But yeah. I can see him like training Falcon because he Fal- needs it. Falcon's a human. <laughs> Falcon, uh, yeah, can't win any fights. <laughs> also, I I'm gonna predict. I'm calling right now. I foresee a love interest or something going on with him and Yelena from Black Widow. Mm. I see it. That'd be cool. I like that. I like yeah. that idea. Because they're both kind of similar, right? They're yeah. both trained to kill. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, I know Simu said this as a joke, but I feel like it was a slip, to be honest with you. Because like, an interviewer was like, who do you want your character to party with in the MCU? And he's like, Yelena. I think they like <laughs> jive well together. They'll get his references. <laughs> Everyone wants to chill with Yelena and Florence Pugh. <laughs> but I always felt... I mean, after Black Widow, I felt that Florence Pugh should be like the face of the MCU because mm-hmm. of her marketability and so likable and her wittiness. Mm-hmm. But imagine her, Shang-Chi, <laughs> Doctor Strange, obviously, Spider-Man as like the forefront. Get rid of Captain Marvel. I'm not a fan. <laughs> That after credit stuff was pretty funny though. The, uh, yeah, like, I don't even have her number. She just like disappears all the time. Yeah, I keep forgetting he's there because in my mind, all the Avengers are gone. Like all the main guys are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about this movie? That's my line. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. I wish Brad Allen like stayed alive. Yeah, <laughs> of course, obviously. But even Kevin Feige was saying he was like, I, I was looking forward to like a very long lasting <sighs> relationship. God, that hurts. That hurts <laughs> oh, to hear. That's too bad. Oh man. Hopefully, whoever picks it up uh, keeps it up. I mean, the guy who did Black Widow and the Avengers Endgame Infinity War, mm-hmm. he's a kung fu guy. He's really good too. Mm-hmm. James Young, I think his name, mm-hmm. or Sam Young. Sam Young wasn't he the director of no, Sam Hargrave? Sam Hargrave. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Get your directors right. <laughs> Well, that is for this episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate, review, subscribe. Check out our YouTube page. We got reaction videos and more content coming down the pipe. Thanks for listening, and we are out.